Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas that are sometimes informational, sometimes inspirational, and always entertaining on Stacy Connects. Hey everybody, it is Stacy Heller and this is Stacy Connects. A reminder for people that may be new to the show, at its heart, this show is about creating connection through conversation, about being curious, asking questions instead of making assumptions, and about befriending or at least acknowledging the elephant in every room. I love myself an elephant in the room. Uh And so I love having conversations with new and different people. I'm excited about my guest, Vicki Draper, today. Hello, Vicki. Hi. Welcome to the show. Happy to be here and talk about elephants. There'll be lots of things with animals. Right? (laughs) I mean, it's perfect. And I neglected to introduce you to Eric. Eric, this is Vicki. Vicki, this is Eric. Eric. Hey, Vicki. Welcome. Thank you. So uh, I'm excited to to talk about what Vicky does. Uh, she is an author, but she is also a healer that works with animals. And so let me get through my stuff so that we can get to you and your stuff. Uh, I do want to say thank you to people that listen live, or maybe you listen later, wherever you listen to podcasts. I so appreciate it. And a reminder that if you just cannot get enough, you can check out Don't Ask Me to Talk, the show that I do with Eric on Thursdays. It also is uploaded as a podcast, so you can subscribe to that too. And you can get two times as much Stacy and Eric as you normally do. Uh, remember, you can also follow my Instagram account, which is Stacy Talks, for updates on both shows. And if you want to call in and you have a question for me or you have a question for Eric or even Vicky, the number to call live is 425-373-5527. Otherwise, feel free to shoot me a text or leave me a voicemail at 475-999-2726. Okay, so conversations and observations from the past week. So you may recall last week I had fallen in the shower and I couldn't get up. And hey, it was a bad fall. I have been in to get an adjustment about five more times. I finally decided to go to urgent care at the urging of my husband because he's like, I know you know all these healers, (laughs) but like, shouldn't you go into urgent care? And I was like, no, but yes. (laughs) So I went. If you're still in pain this far out, then yeah. Right. And so, of course, the doctor in urgent care said, uh, you know, went down my spine to see if there was anything. And she's like, you're not even, like, phased by me going down your spine. So that tells me you don't have a slipped disc or a compression fracture or anything like that. Apparently, when I fell, I bruised the area between the spine and the pelvis. So, yay me. (laughs) I know how to fall so that I don't do worse damage. Um, So that's good news. But the bad news is, man, it's been hurting. So I have been employing every modality I can think of. Uh, It turns out pharmaceutical drugs are not my jam. Instead of making me feel relaxed, I was getting back spasms. So, hey, uh, 
when my daughter Grace was on the show and we talked about the fact that she was drugged and that she seems to react strongly to uh, drugs, like pharmaceutical type things, I guess we figured out where she gets it from because I slept terribly. Now, the way I slept really well was a couple nights ago, I was lying down next to my mom who's visiting. Hi, mom, if you're listening with Will. And she was sort of like rubbing my face in my hair in that like parental distracted way that parents do like, you know, they're there and and whatever. And I fell asleep and then I woke up and was like, I should probably go to bed. And she was like, oh, but you're so warm. Sleep with me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, I'll tell you what, had the best night of sleep that I've had since the fall, maybe even before since the fall. And in the morning when I was telling that to Will, he was like, well, maybe it's because you were close to your mom and it's like going back to the womb and, you know, that connection with your mom. And I was like, that's so cute. And like, weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then, of course, I went in for an adjustment and uh, Dr. Deanna, shout out to her and all of her help this past week. She was like, when I told her, I didn't tell her my response, of course. And she was like, oh, that's so sweet. Maybe it's because you're connected to your mom in the womb and all. I was like, okay. So anyway, uh, so sleeping with mom has really helped. I've got one more night because she leaves tomorrow, as do I. Uh, we're both going east, separate places. And um, and I also had acupuncture done this week, which I've done in the past. And I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. That was amazing. I had cupping done. Have you ever had cupping done? Yes, it's wonderful. It's really cool. And if you're going to have cupping done, like you want to have the big marks on your back because it's like a badge of honor or something. <laughs> and man, do I have some big circles on my back. It's like I got an Olympic trance stamp. so that's attractive um so that was really cool and then i also got a massage this morning from pete Connolly, who was on the show a couple weeks ago and that was an amazing thing um so you know just a huge oh and did you bring a spray i have something for you (gasps) because you're lucky i'm very intuitive Mm -hmm. and i grabbed uh Healing Your Essence Panties. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I had no idea you had fallen. I had no idea why no, I'm you grabbing didn't. it. But it's like, it feels like this needs to go. And now I know why. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Okay, we'll talk about more about these uh, when we talk when yeah. we talk to you in more depth. But thank you. You're oh, my gosh. Welcome. All these, like, you know, alternative modalities. I'll tell you what. When you go to urgent care and the, you know, the general doc is like, well, not much you can do. Here's some drugs and Godspeed. And, you know, I told her all the different things that I was doing. And she was like, yep, that's what I'd be doing. So um, so thank you to everybody that has been rising up to help me and support me. It is appreciated and felt. Um, now, I have to get back to my mom for a second because last week when we did the show, mom was going to be arriving later that night and arrive she did, as she usually does, with fanfare and a scotch in hand, basically. Um, she had enough miles that she could fly first class out here. So that was very exciting for her. That's I, I think she's maybe flown first class like one other time. So she sat next to this guy. And naturally, she befriended him. And she was like, he was so nice. He was so cute. 
he told me he's a musician. And I said, are you famous? And he said, well, I mean, I'm well known in my industry. And he is flying out to Washington to do a concert in Bellingham. She didn't know it was Bellingham. Uh, but, you know, two hours north of Seattle, it's Bellingham. And so and then he's going to work his way down and this whole thing. So she had this whole conversation with him and, you know, was telling him, you need to buy red sneakers. My son has red sneakers and they're so great. And he was like, I was thinking about getting red sneakers. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my mother being her usual charming self. And so my mother did what probably lots of other women try to do, which is get his number. And so she got his number and his email and the whole thing. And so she was so excited about how generous and lovely and kind and patient and fun he was and attentive to her. He offered to get her to go with her to baggage claim to get her bag off. And she was like, no, it's okay. My family's meeting me and I have to use the restroom. So go ahead. And that I, I got his number and from her and I texted him and I was like, hey, you don't know me, but apparently, you know, my mom now. And, you know, thank you so much for taking such good care of her and entertaining her and whatever. So he and I texted back and forth, and lo and behold, who is going to be on my show at the end of January but Tom Hamilton Jr. Woohoo! So I am very excited, and it just goes to show, like, connection through conversation, right? I mean, I guess I got it from my mama um, because he will be on the show, and I'm excited to thank him in person for being so kind, and I'm excited to learn more about him. Mom was like, he's so cute. (laughs) He was wearing a beanie and he was just like so cute. Um, So anyway, there's that. Uh, I also, the last thing that uh, I'm going to talk about is this year it's a Lego Christmas. So Charlie, for people that listen to the show regularly, know that he works at the Lego store. And we have so many sets. And then when I pulled out the Christmas decorations... The fam got everything out, and mom has been decorating the house, and, and you know, I've been yelling at her, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> and uh, she's done a spectacular job, and I pulled out all these Ziploc bags of past Lego sets and decided, since we got the Home Alone house, yes, folks, there is a Lego set that is of the Home Alone house. It's like three stories with gears so that, you know, the part of the movie where the train goes around and it has... um. Michael Jordan, so it looks like there's people dancing in one room, and it has the record player spinning, and it has the shelf that collapses, and um, there's a tarantula. I mean, there's all these little things throughout the set. The detail's amazing. It's so cool. So that will be the centerpiece of this giant Lego display that's happening and all the other little accoutrements. And it's been really fun to get in touch with my inner child and play with Lego sets. Um, so go in and see Charlie, ask for him, tell him that you listen to the show and that you, uh, he's got things to recommend that are fun to put together for the holidays. Um, he'll take really good care of you. And, uh, okay. So my Staceyism. So in addition to taking care of my physical health with my back, uh, the good and bad news, depending on how you perceive this, of doing this kind of work is that, Uh, A lot of times the healers that you work with, they actually go deeper than what you think the issue is. And when I fell, I was on the table for Deanna and I was like, this is so much more than my back. This is like 
I'm compressing all of these things and like and I need to breathe into it. Like I just it just felt like the universe made me fall. And it was like, well, you're not learning this lesson the other way. So we're going to make you learn it this way. So anyway, uh, all of that has just led to this perfect storm of personal growth that I hate and appreciate simultaneously. (laughs) Uh, And it reminded me of this African proverb that I heard years and years ago, and I really love it. Uh, It goes like this. The child who is not embraced by the village will burn it down to feel its warmth. And so when you're not feeling supported or loved or whatever it is, so all those, those people that are out there that are not feeling the warmth, then you do whatever is necessary in order to feel some kind of warmth. And so keep that in mind, especially this holiday season, that maybe what you're called to do is provide a little warmth for somebody because the alternative is them burning it down, which is not fun. Uh, Okay, so let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to chat with Vicki Draper, who is a healer with animals. She's an intuitive. She's an author. She's a whole bunch of things. So keep listening. We'll be right back. Have you ever considered working with an image consultant or stylist, but were worried about what the experience would be like? If that sounds like you, then Michael Bruce Image Consulting is here to help. They've worked with thousands of people, and many of those individuals have shared their experiences by way of style stories. Go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com slash style stories and check out what their delighted clients have to say about their experiences. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture, or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Alternative Talk 1150, local talk for the body, mind, and soul. Welcome back to Stacey Connects. A reminder, if you want to call into the show, please feel free. The number is 425-373-5527. So my guest today, Vicki Draper. So I have gotten to know you through my B&I group mm-hmm. and even before you uh joined our group I had heard of you like Mm. right right (laughs) I mean you're not infamous you're just you're really well known in what you do and so explain to listeners what it is that you do okay I mean it's not this is the kind of work that you do is not you can't sum it up in like an elevator speech no I can share some of the techniques I've studied and that come into play and um, some licensed in massage for large and small animals. I'm licensed in humans, too. My practice is animals. Okay. And then so I combine Eastern, Western, energetic, and animal communication. So I've trained and certified in acupressure for large animals, small animals, and people. Yep. And So you're like Dr. Doolittle. And Reiki master, teacher, okay. and had cranial sacral therapy training. Um, 
And then the animal communication, it's, that opens things up. I'm a natural-born animal communicator, so the animals tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. And their bodies tell me. That's why I can work so great with them, even though they can't verbally say, like, we can as people. Right. Well, and for the skeptics out there, I will tell you that, okay, I'm not telling tales out of school. Uh, so Deanna and Jason, Deanna is the uh, network chiropractor that I mentioned, and Jason, her husband, they are friends of our family. You know, they're yet another couple of kids, I'm doing air quotes, that we've <laughs> sort of adopted into our fold. And Deanna's dog, Ranger, is a lot. And so whenever Deanna would need to stay over at our house or whatever, I'm like, you can come find a place for Ranger. Because Ranger was just a lot. And <laughs> so Deanna decided to hire Vicky to help out with Ranger. Again, I'll 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 tell the story since you probably wouldn't because, you know, <laughs> professionalism and all that. Uh, and what's so interesting is uh, the difference in Ranger, certainly. The difference in Deanna, which I actually want to talk about because you're not just working with the animal. You're working with the animal owner and environment. And it had such an impact on Ranger that I was at a pet store and I bought Ranger a Christmas sweater. (laughs) Now, like this is definitely not a dog. Like Eric has a dog, Gertie. I would be more inclined to buy Gertie a sweater, frankly, than I would to buy Deanna one because like Gertie just sounds adorable and wears a little raincoat (laughs) and like (laughs) and Ranger is like a little devil. I mean, was, was, <laughs> I mean, and Gertie, I'm like, oh, like what size? And, you know, like I'll buy, I'll buy Gertie a little sweater. <laughs> I'm just saying. Extra girth. Extra. <laughs> she got extra girth. <laughs> so, not sure what size. But, uh. <laughs> All right. Well, good to know. Well, and so my, my point being that not only did the work that you do impact Ranger and impact Deanna and Jason, but it actually impacted then those of us that interact with Ranger, so that I'm like, oh, good dog. Yeah. Yeah, the work I do, it goes deep. It's not just for the animal. It works with the whole family system. But then, like you say, it radiates out because many people have commented about the Ranger that know Ranger and go, oh, my gosh. You know, yes. They're like, what'd you do? And Yes. <clears throat> and, and, you know, and that's one of the things that seeing that, I'm I'm somebody that, is an intuitive. I'm an intuitive myself. It's something that, I mean, we are all, frankly, intuitive. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of uh, whether you exercise the muscle. Some people Mm -hmm. have really great, like, biceps. Other people have really great intuition. Some people have both, and, you know, not to hate on them, but, like, whatever. Um, So this is something that I'm open to. And then seeing what you did with Ranger, I'm like, okay, that's it. She needs to come in. And I already said to you, in the new year, I, I'm i going to have you work with my three cats. I have three cats, all tuxedos, not from the same litter, none of them. And there's a whole power dynamic that's going on in the house. And it feels like it's reaching like some kind of a, a thing. <laughs> because there's been a lot of hissing lately. And then additionally, I really am excited to have you work with our daughter, Annie, because Annie has a cat that she rescued. It's 10 years old. And 
I feel like she's pouring all of this stuff that she thinks that Wilson needs, but it's maybe what she needs, and it's not necessarily good for Wilson, and it's probably not even good for her. Like, of course, with my own cats, I can't see the stuff that needs to be done for me because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm perfect. But (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be honest, I have to help. I get help from my cats because I'm close to my own cats, Mm -hmm. and so we need somebody that's objective to come in to see the full picture. Right. Right. So I'm, you know, I'm excited about that. So let's let's fast forward and say uh it's January when I'm going to be hiring you. What would that look like so that people that are listening know kind of the work that you do? Right. So what the first thing I do is I offer a complimentary assessment that you can sign up for on my website. Um healingyouranimal.com. And from there, that's where we determine the scope of work. It's like, what are your issues? What, you know, what are we looking, what's the goal? Mm-hmm. Um, so a peaceful kingdom would be mine. Yes. <laughs> and so then, because um, you fill out the form, what else going on, and I can get a, from that call, I can get a gauge of, okay, because I've been doing this for over 23 years mm-hmm. as a profession. Now I'm going to. Yes ask a question when you put in what's going on Mm -hmm. is it just like my animal seems to have anxiety uh or you know a peaceful kingdom or can it be my my animal is drinking a lot more than usual or my animal is you know is it i ask you to put all your concerns okay because part of this this is if i think you need to get to the vet mm -hmm. you know we're going to include that in the conversation okay because um we need both. Yep. Because the work I do complements what the veterinary care does. It works at a different level and layer. So, um, got it. That's why, yeah. Well, and in the past, um, a couple shows ago, when Pete Connolly and Kathy Lewis were on, we were talking about chakras, and I was explaining for listeners that it's, you know, different energetic fields. And that's something that I believe you employ yes. um, in, in part of your techniques. And so those energy fields, don't just address maybe things like, you know, anxiety or, um, you know, whatever else may be going on. It's also can be what is the physical manifestation of that stuck energy. Absolutely. And we can go to the root and heal from the root. So I work with cancer, you know, animals, okay. that cancer or seizures or some serious medical things mm-hmm. as well. And then the behavioral is you know, pretty obvious when you say about communication. Right. Um, and that was rangers. of a very good specialty of helping really stressed out animals become calm and back into the into their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where, like I said, yeah, people, depending on then how far they want to go, it's like, do we want my three-session package? Mm-hmm. That's generally what I recommend as the starting point. Mm-hmm. But then... Um, once we get them, you know, balanced out, the issue resolved. Some people stay, mm-hmm. and some people, even now, they've been with me for ten years or more, and they pay, they pay a year ahead for a month because they know they want it, just to keep the balance. Mm-hmm. Because life happens, and when life happens, your animals are picking up on it. Oh yes, because like I have one client, we're on her fourth dog, her fourth whippet. Farah, and um, she, her guardian, I call it guardian or 
our parents, mm-hmm. but um, owner works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm kind of from the animal's point of view. Yeah, you know? absolutely. <laughs> like, sure, you're sure you're my caretaker for now. Yeah. So um, one of the months, her guardian, Sherry, and I don't have permission to talk about Sherry because she's in my books, um, had breast cancer and had uh-huh. surgery and stuff. So our animals take on our energy and try to help us. That's what mm-hmm. they do. And so I, in that session, was helping Farah clear where she had been helping her mom. And so these kind of things, not necessarily that serious, but each month life happens. And so we want to keep the energy healthy and moving through the body. Absolutely. I mean, I think about uh, applying that logic. Uh, My middle cat, Finn, he's the one that I, I joke, he's got the white knuckles and he kind of looks then like a bulldog. He's got that, you know, he looks like he's running on his knuckles kind of a vibe. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's like ex-military or something because he is diligent about checking out the property, the front, the back. He is. And I'm like, dude, you can relax. You must be exhausted from worrying about what's going on outside. And, you know, the cats have had multiple interactions with bobcats and coyotes and these kinds of things. And he is, you know, that would be one of the concerns that I would have that, like, how do I tell him it's okay? (laughs) And, you know, and those and I will will work on that so that, you know, it's like, hey, he needs to know, like, chill out, man. It's okay. You don't need to be the sole one. But you can tell. I mean, I know there might be people that are listening right now that are like, what are you talking about? And yet, you know, you know, when you're dog or your cat or if you ride a horse or you know whatever your animal is you know when they seem off Mm -hmm. yeah I mean you may think that I'm crazy but like you know exactly how many of us like do the talking for our animal and you know like what they would be saying in the moment and would you say that we're most often right or wrong when we do that Uh, a mix okay how's that because there are cases where animals don't think like we do as humans. And if we're not having that extra filter in the conversation, there, you may be missing what the animal really is thinking okay. and feeling. And that's where a lot of my work is translating. Because when you're really, really frustrated with your pet because they're not doing something you want them to do, that's probably because your guys aren't on the same track. You know, because okay. they really want to please you. They they don't they're not malicious. They're not intentionally doing something to make you mad, but they're expressing themselves. Right. So if they're, you know, scratching on the couch. Hey, is that something you can help with? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And, I mean, all these. OK. I'm yes. Like, <laughs> yes. I've had great success. And then I have to give the caveat. It's always the animal's choice. Oh, absolutely. You know, I can't. I mean. Right. But. I mean, there are yes. no guarantees in anything. However, yes. you know, when as a cat owner, when you try shields and sprays and this and that, you know, it's sort of like me trying to fix my back, right? You try what you want to try. Um, interesting. Okay. So that's another reason. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Um, well, so I'm thinking about like the dog or the cat that's like peeing in a certain spot mm-hmm. or chewing on something. Like chances are, you know, it's like, well, maybe... The cat's stressed or where you have the litter box isn't good or, you know, they don't like the litter or something. Exactly. All those things we go through 
I mean, we figure that out in the session. Um, Interesting. So, because the cats do have a preference, and there have been times when I say move the litter box, and the cat's very happy, or even the water fountain, or whatever scratching post. Mm-hmm. You know, they people would go, um, "Well, I wouldn't have thought to put it there," but the cat just uses it. You know, it's mm-hmm. well, and it's trial and error. Yeah, you know, like we have so many scratching posts around our house, and the one that they like the most is the one that's right in the front hall, because when they come in, it's like they stop there. And I also got one that's very tall so that they can really stretch out and get a good scratch and a good stretch. Yes. So, interesting. Okay. So. Yeah, so you know, there are many layers to the behavior. Yeah. It's so like you said, there's some practical things like that. And sometimes it's communication and sometimes it's combining them. To, interesting. To make it all line up. Okay. So when we sign up for that consultation, we're bringing in advance what our concerns may be, whether it's behavioral or health or whatever it is. Bring them all. Yeah. And then there's a conversation. You yeah. share, you know, probably start out with a series of three sessions um, and and then basically see what can be addressed and what you can sense. Now, is this something you do in person or is it something that you do remote? That's a very good question. Right now, it's mainly remote. Interesting. And so Ranger was all remote. And you see all the positive things that happened. Oh, wow. And the the pandemic actually helped promote that. Because when I was physically shut down, couldn't do in person. Sure. You know, people were gladly doing the Zoom connection or we do phone. Um, Well, I don't think people that don't get the idea of like energy work and healing where you're you're uh, utilizing your intuitive gifts and whatever, they don't get that you don't need to be in close proximity, that you can you can read and sense an animal or a person's energy or, you know, that isn't an issue. Right. And it's so much easier because you don't have to haul, you know, a cat for sure, you know, to... Which is, right, putting the cat in a stressful situation, <clears throat> which then is just exacerbating whatever may be going on. Yeah, and even some dogs are really nervous with car rides and in a strange place and all of that. So my main practice is on Zoom now. Wow. And I do work um, at least once a month out of a vet clinic, so people that are local can see me in person. Okay. Um, there again, you know, some of the progress... I recommend Zoom because we, you can get in more frequently. Yes. Because some of the issues, depending on what they are, we front load. We do a few sessions closer together, like once a week apart. Yep. Um, to really just kick out the old habit, old patterns, and get the new in there. Who responds faster, the animals or the people? Oh, that's easy. Animals. animals. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not surprised. Animals. Well, there's... Uh, the big reason is because people, we have the ego, we have that, that the tapes that go on with the incidents as well as the body memories. Mm-hmm. And so we, with people, we have to, you're clearing both. You're having to work with both. Okay. With the animals, they don't have the ego. They don't have the tapes. They're in the moment. And so they're reacting because a trauma or something, an incident, got stuck in their cells in their body and we just get them moving. So it's. One phase, okay. not having to deal with the ego that runs the tape over and over, even though the body has yeah, healed the issue. So. Right. 
so interesting because that's literally one of the things that during massage today, I'm sorry I'm making this all about me all the time, <laughs> uh, but that's literally one of the things that uh, came up and this idea of changing the narrative of the fall and instead of slamming hard onto my tile floor, it's like, okay, so now let's change it and what if you had landed in this different situation and now maybe start having the memory from that standpoint and, you know, and going back to other situations uh, where, you know, I've had things happen and whatever. So it's, it's true. Like, you know, I, I say it quite often, ego for me anyway, is not just vanity. It's also insecurity. Mm. And, you know, we don't want to look bad and we're always insecure that we're going to. So, um, you know, I could see that that would be a hard thing to hear as a pet owner because, like with children, right? You love on your pets and you want what's best for them and you think you know best. Yes. And sometimes their needs are different than ours is why we have the issues where they're communicating with the peeing outside the litter box or right. when it's not physical, when it's behavioral. Right. Because sometimes that's when we say if they're peeing outside the litter box, go to the vet and get a bladder infection test. You know, we got to rule that out. Right. Then we know it's behavior. Then, um, that's where I come in. Right. Um, like I said, we've taken these wild animals and domesticated them and bringing them into our environment mm-hmm. and expecting them to behave like a human or how we want them to. Mm. And they're their own beings. They're their own personalities. Right. And if they're not getting their needs met, you're going to have the issues. And so that's where... I help get you guys on the same page and and help you see your animal a way you may not have seen them before. And then everybody gets to be happy. So interesting. Uh, what is the range of animals that you have worked with? I mean, dogs, cats, dogs, horses. cats, bunnies, horses. Any elephants in the room? Goats? No, <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Growth mindset. I had a uh, one was a half bobcat, half cat, and you could tell it was not. It was Domestic. conflicted. It was, I mean, it was, it was wild. You yeah. You still had those wild tendencies. Um, wow. Was it then, owned by, like, a homeowner, like a... Yes. But it had to have the right owner, to yeah. do guardian, to do that because, like I said, his needs were different than the normal house pet. House yeah. cat. I mean, that would be like having a vampire. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, I need to have a little side of blood for you. <laughs> <laughs> Like feed your appetite. Yeah, Interesting. So I've, I've worked with pet mice. I mean, sorry, pet rats and birds. You know, so I've had I've had a scope. My main practice, uh, yeah. Currently, are the cats and dogs. Okay. Um, horses, I love. They come to me. People find me when when mm-hmm. I'm the person for them, and right? And they have all kinds of behavioral issues that it's solved. Sure. Because um, I had one that. She'd gotten her horse, and she couldn't ride him. He, she couldn't even get a vet exam because his behavior, he wouldn't let anybody touch him or near him, but he would let me. And so we were able to get him Find through out. that. Yeah. Got him through that. So then it changed his whole life because then you know, he could be ridden. He could be getting vet care. Well, it must be, I mean, as much as I'm like, I joke about like Dr. Doolittle, it must be when you walk into a room or you you know, connect with an animal's energy over Zoom, the animal's like, oh, my gosh, you understand me, don't you? <laughs> yes. And so they, you know, there must be like, I have so much to say. Girl, sit down. There is tea to spill. 
<laughs> right. I've got a Cat Aslan client, and Rocky, he lives with Rocky, a Labradoodle. Okay. And Aslan is that way. Usually Rocky goes first, but there okay. are times when Aslan's like, the Zoom starts up, he's like beelining over there, and he's like, I'm going first. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he knows, and... He's like, he's ready. I got things to say <laughs> that I have been holding on to and I cannot hold it any longer. And that's usually when his guardian, she just has a big heart and helps her neighbors. And so she'll keep their dogs sometime overnight. Oh. And he he's is not just not it. happy, you know. <laughs> so interesting. I'm so excited to have you work with my animals. Okay, let's take a break here because you, in addition to doing the client work that you do um, via Zoom and the one day a week uh, in person, you've also written some books. So I want to talk about that too. So keep listening to Stacey Connects. We'll be right back. Do you feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges. Stacy Heller is many things, entertaining yet enlightening. She's a talk show host channeling her inner Fallon. Like Winston Wolf, she's a fixer who gets things done with style. Practical, like Dr. Ruth. Stacy isn't afraid of the uncomfortable when searching for answers. She's your biggest fan and sees your potential before you do. Most of all, Stacy Heller is a synapse who can connect impulses and ideas about your business and yourself into possibility. To connect with Stacy, go to StacyConnects.com. Stacy Connects, it's her superpower. Alternative Talk 1150, talk radio for the body, mind, and soul. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stacy Connects. So as I mentioned before the break, and we've been talking to Vicki Draper, and she pulled out her books that she has written. She has three of them so far. Again, growth Mm -hmm. mindset. So her first book is called Bridging True Love, Connection, and Healing Between You and Your Animals. What is that one about? This one is if you have those anxious animals and and you want to understand them better, too. It's got how to communicate with your animal, how they think. And it also has uh, energy techniques for grounding you. And grounding, how to ground your pets, so those really um, anxious can go get settled with this. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a life. It was written for a live course I taught. Okay, that had lots of transformation, so I put it in a book. And uh, a friend of mine took my book, and she had, when she contacted me for the assessment, and she's a self starter. So I said, okay, let's do the book. Yeah, and then if you need help, we'll do you know some sessions. Well, she took my book, and Lucy was her dog. Lucy was barking all the time, and she'd never had a dog. And she was just came to me in tears because she thought she's going to have to be Homer. Because she was, I can't do this. I can't mm-hmm. do this. She took this book. They are living happily together Aww. now. It totally changed their relationship. And so. That's amazing. Yeah. And so uh, I didn't hold back. These are you yeah. know, full of rich content that I've been doing in my private practice. 
That's amazing. In classes for, you know, over 20 years. So lots of explanation, lots of uh, uh, things that you can do. And I imagine some examples, some stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which is so helpful at, like, you know, the ranger thing and, mm-hmm. you know, the examples of me sharing about my cat and, you know, my daughter's cat. It's, it's truly because I want listeners to get, like, yes, you know, I hear you and this this kind of thing can happen. And it it's like babies and animals, they don't have any of the prejudices that the rest of us have. And so when they feel like a wonky energy and they, like, cry or there's something going on or they're skittish, like, there's a reason for it. Like, you can kind of trust the gut of animals and babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and we forget that where it's like, <laughs> oh, they're fussy or they're this. And it's like, mm, are they, though? Uh, so that's interesting to yeah. to learn some techniques about and the grounding yourself, because I imagine that our animals, they take on whatever we're putting out. Exactly. That is so a lot of the behavior is um, because the guardian is upset. The environment is. I wonder if I pace back and forth to the front and back door. Like, I'm like, I wonder if I'm constantly coming and going. And so Finn, again, we will discuss this when yes. it's my time. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to get you to, like, share anything, but I'm I'm thinking Your wheels aloud. are turning, yes. Yes, like the wheels are turning, <laughs> getting me thinking about, like, what's going on. Um, okay, and then do you want to mention anything else about this particular book? You can no, get this on was, Amazon, right? Absolutely. So the best place you can go is to my website, okay. healingyouranimal.com, because it takes you to... You can order it to the Amazon link from there, or you can get an autographed copy if you want. Oh, well, there you go. And, I, you know, you're like, if you know who it's going to, there's something about the personal connection to the book that, you know, there's that uh, kind of energetic, like, connection. Um, Okay, and then your second book that you did uh, is Heart to Heart, How You Can Heal Your Animal Through All Stages of Life. Tell me about this one. So this one... Um, it took me on my own heart-to-heart journey because it took my over 20 years of private practice techniques and journey and put it into a life cycle of your pet. So so no matter where you are in your stage of life with your pet, Mm -hmm. it's going to serve you. So even if you don't have an animal yet and you want to get one, or if you already have one and you're thinking about getting another one, here's all the things to think about. Because just because you want one doesn't mean your animal wants one. Right. And that's where a lot of problems come in. But sometimes they're open to it. And so I have a lot of people with that. So they, before they get into the situation, so that that makes it easier than once they're in the situation. (laughs) Then, you know, it's a whole different thing. So we have stories in there on on both of those. That's Uh, interesting. Like the people that, you know, are the... The dog or cat that it was the family dog or cat has, you know, gotten old and sadly deceased. And so then, you know, it's like, oh, let's get another one. And yet, if you're about to be an empty nester, like, do you really want that? You know, and like being aware and making a choice that works for you and the animal. Exactly. Because the animal gets blamed. Of course. If it's the person, decide they get it and then don't want it. Well, then the right. animal that's tossed around from home to home, that's... That's I get a lot of those that I help with, and the work really supports them because it helps them just really feel safe and confident again. Sure, and acclimate. Um, and so this book, yeah, it takes you through every stage of so puppy kitten um, things you can do. There's a whole chapter on how to uh, give a 
wellness massage. Oh. And, um, you know, to keep your pets happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, then what to do when they're aging, what to do if there's some, you know, serious issues or, you know, some common issue support. And mm-hmm. then even at the stage of when they're trans. Forming or you know ready to pass on yeah. transition that's the word I was looking for, um, because then we can make it a beautiful process because it is life. It's hard, but it mm-hmm. we, we makes it a beautiful process. And then then or, there's a whole chapter. I don't end on that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't end on that. So Smart. I ended with what you can do daily, daily things to help bring joy while you you know while they are in your life. I love that. When our cat, Ginger, she got old and I knew she wasn't doing well. And the kids were like, you know, you've got to do something. And what I'm about to say is controversial, especially with somebody like you on the air. At a certain point with my animal, I'm like, I've got four children to put through college. I am not going to employ everything that I can and spend that kind of money. The cat was 18 mm-hmm. and was loved and had a very full life. And so I said to the kids, if I take the cat to the vet, the vet is going to say, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to say, how much is that? And they will tell me and it will be expensive and it will just prolong the inevitable. And I know this is, again, it's controversial. Um, and then I have to make a choice. And I would rather be there with the cat. Anyway, when the cat, it was time for it to go, it found its little spot and it let me, she let me near her. And I remember uh, I said, you know, like, it's okay to go. Your work is done. You know, you can go. You'll be with other pets that we've had. You'll be with your brother, who I think you probably had killed. Uh, You'll be, you know, surrounded by people. I said, my dad's up there. You can hang out with him. And she shuddered, (laughs) which (laughs) I I told you, and I think I've told people on the show before about my dog that I had and, uh, you know, the one that went to a farm in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And I actually had asked you about that Mm -hmm. at my house. And you were like, Heinz remembered you. Um, which was such an interesting thing. But that transition is so important. And then she needed her privacy. And so I walked away for a few minutes and then she went. And so it was just like this, like, hey, and I think we could do the same thing, frankly, for our people too, right? Um, You know, giving them permission to go that, like, they did a great job. Their love was felt and, you know, you can go now. Well, yes, and that you brought up a good point. Anybody that wants to talk to me, I am not going to judge because we want it to work for everybody. Yeah. I mean, you know, because you're bringing up real, pra- you know, real things that have to, you know, be Well, considered. there's considerations. Yeah. And then when they're 18, chances are they're not going to survive a surgery or this or that. You know, so, so, the, so I do get a lot of clients that are opting for not surgery, but then quality of life while they're still exactly there. You know, so anyway, so yeah, they're... It may be controversial to a lot of people, uh, but I never pass judgment on well, I appreciate anything that. or anybody. And it's it's and it's and it's I think it's why I bring it up because people do have that you know mm-hmm. like oh gosh, mm-hmm. um, you know God I'm a, I'm employing you know a pet psychic you know or whatever and it's like no 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 okay I love the fact that you work in conjunction with 
a veterinarian mm-hmm. and that, you know, the behavioral things, so often what the vet has has recommended in the past, it's the same thing that I can find if I just go online. And it isn't from the perspective of the pet. Yeah. It's really, I love what you're saying, that it's from the perspective of the animal mm-hmm. and acknowledging what the animal's needs are. And, and it's not trying to get the animal to conform to our lives. Right. It's to get you to work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. Uh, okay. Third book. Not out yet, right? No. It is going to be released February 9th. In time for Valentine's Day. Yes, so right. if you have a pet that is your Valentine, <laughs> then you can get, it's called Healthy, Free, and Harmonious, Balancing Your Pet's Chakras. So I love this. I mean, you're like fully into the diving into the whole energetic piece with your animals. Yes. Am I Am I getting that from the title that, you know, that that's what yes. this is? Yes, because we go in... One, educating what chakras are. Mm-hmm. So this book is for anybody that's never even heard the word and want to know about it. Or if you know about it, there's always things to learn. Mm-hmm. And so it goes through uh, each chakra, what they mean when they're in balance, out of balance, things that cause them to get out of balance for your pets mm-hmm. well, and for you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, are they, I, they're not different. Like I imagine that the same, the same emotional or uh, like uh, physical aspects, are they associated with the same chakras? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So they, it's, um, there again, it's from the animal's point of view of sure. where theirs come out of balance. Okay. Um, and things we might not think about, like taking them to the vet. Right. You know, it's like, well, they're root chakra, they're freaked. Uh, sure. Some of them aren't, or travel. I mean, things we want to do, but it's still... Right. Impacts us. Um, so, yeah, so we go through all the chakras with the animals, and then I do go through it with the people. And I have a whole chapter on, I, I do rehabilitation work with the whole cat and caboodle for cats that come <laughs> in. <cute. laughs> yeah. And so there there's a whole chapter uh, with stories regarding each chakra of okay. how the support helps them. And then some of my client uh, stories Mm -hmm. in there. So it's full of a lot of information with the chakras and dives deep. Um, So it tells you, then it tells you how to work with them and balance them. So it goes through and tells you all of that, educates you how to use a pendulum if you haven't before. I have a pendulum. And to, you know, then measure the chakras and see what's out of balance. I don't know how to do that. Exactly. And there are charts in there to help you kind of document it. And then you can... um, you know, get a good baseline and see and keep balancing your pet's chakras. It's so interesting. And there are so many people I find at the age and stage where I am that are curious about this kind of healing and work and yet also have a preconceived notion about what it may seem to be or what it may mean or whatever. And I'll tell you what, if you have a pet that you love and you're a little curious about this, then like this is a great way to actually learn more about this kind of work. And, you know, we're willing to do anything for our pets. And so it's like, what a great sort of starter way to 
explore this kind of work. And, yes. you know, it's like sometimes for ourselves, we draw the line. We're not willing to care for ourselves the way that we should or maybe to explore other things or, you know, play with alternative types of healing and medicine and modalities and whatever. Um, but sometimes with our animals, we're like, I'll do whatever it takes. And, <laughs> you know, um, you know, the work that you that you do is. I mean, our pets are like our children. Yes. Yes. It's powerful. Yes. I even had a client in tears yesterday because it was just so endearing because she had rescued a dog Mm -hmm. that had been through a lot of horrendous stuff. And she's, you know, doing a really good job with, with him. And the exercise I was working with them with, she just says, oh, my gosh, it had her in tears because she goes, I just feel like I'm so much more connected mm-hmm. to him than I ever have been. Yeah. And I was, you know, sharing a technique that mm-hmm. I wanted him to do, especially because they're going to be traveling. It's going to be a big deal. Okay. And um, it was just beautiful to watch. Well, and, and I mean, who among us doesn't get caught up into uh, the wormhole that is like a dodo video on YouTube? And watching these animal connections and, you know, how our animals pick us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it it seems so true. And and you must see that with, you know, the, the way that animals communicate with you. Yes. Is there a lot of, like, affirmations, like, tell mom she's doing a great job? There, oh, it's amazing the love that the animals share. Because the people... You know, they want to make sure they're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. And since they're not directly connected at that level that I am with the communication, Mm -hmm. you know, they always want to know. And the animals are just always just overflowing with the love. And um, yeah, so they're they have that unconditional love where we're harder on ourselves. Of course. And we want to do better by our animals. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, Um, we only have a few minutes left in the show. So if people want to learn more about you, working with you. It doesn't matter where you are, by the way. Again, you can be in Pennsylvania, where mom normally is with the glop, or you can be in Washington, where we're recording right now. Uh, You can be in Indonesia, frankly. Um, If you're interested in working with Vicki, you can go to healingyouranimal.com. That's H-E-A-L-I-N-G-Y-O-U-R-A-N-I-M-A-L.com. And from there, you scroll down and you can sign up for the assessment. If you're not ready for the assessment, you can sign up, scroll down just a little further and sign up for my newsletter because I do free tips. I send out free tips for you. And then um, when you're ready, then you can sign up for the assessment. Love it. Yeah. So there's ways. So anyway, everything about contacting me is on healingyouranimal.com. It'll It'll also have a classes and events page about when I'm teaching classes. So come back because new ones get posted. Awesome. And then that's also, again, where you can get the books. And are you doing a pre-order for the third? They are. It's already, you can already pre-order on my website. So all the books, like I said, will take you to the link for Amazon, except the third one's not out on Amazon, but it has the, uh, you can pre-order for your autographed copy as soon as they come in. Thank you so much. I am so excited to set up my appointment. And uh, 
when we start working with the animals, I'm going to have you back so that I can share what what transpires in these sessions with oh, my awesome. animals. Yeah, That'd be fun. Are, are you kidding? I got to <laughs> I've got to share it. Um, thank you again to Vicki Draper, Healing Your Animal. Thank you to Eric as always. Next week, my guest is Pete Connolly, who's coming back again with another guest. And uh, stay connected, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs>